Journey of Our Lives podcast, episode one. Roll it. Welcome to the Journey of Our Lives with your host, Wasim Chatty. Yes, hello world. Welcome to my YouTube channel and welcome to the very, very first episode ever on my YouTube channel. So if you watched my channel trailer, which came out last week, um, as you'd know, this is the very first episode, uh, like real proper episode, and this is the very first episode of my podcast. So yeah, again, thank you so much for everyone who's joining us on this journey, everyone who's joining me on this journey, and thank you for tuning in. So as you've probably noticed already, the name of the podcast is The Journey of Our Lives, and this is it, guys. This is where the journey really begins. So from today onwards, I'm going to be releasing podcasts on a weekly basis. And like I said, this is where it all begins. So I want to get straight into things. So yeah, let's do that. So if you're watching this and you don't know who I am, my name is Wasim. I currently manage an escape room in North London. However, like I said in my channel trailer, that's not what you're going to be exposed to on this channel. Um, and that's not what you're going to know me for. So I'm 29 years old, I uh, recently studied to become a life coach and this is what my channel is going to be all about. It's going to be all about me being a life coach but also going through the journey of having just become one and documenting what my journey is like throughout the process over the next few weeks, months and years of growing um, as a life coach and being able to help as many people as possible. So this is where the journey really starts, this is the very, very beginning of it all. So yeah, I'm super, super excited. So I've, as I've said in the beginning of my channel trailer, you know, this channel is gonna be about me giving you the tools to be able to become a better version of yourself, to unlock the sides of your potential, which, you know, maybe you haven't been able to unlock yet or didn't even know that you have. And really covering some really important life topics, you know, things that I believe we as humans need to be taught more of that we don't actually get taught in school or even growing up just because it's it's the system it's the way things are run these are important topics that people just don't invest time in teaching so i want to be a main factor in being able to teach the up and coming generation and and also past generations as well i think whoever needs these kind of um you know teachings and lessons to be able to become better versions of themselves i want to be able to reach as many people as possible I think what's really important for today and today's episode is for me to actually give you an idea, first of all, of what life coaching is and why I got into it in the first place. So look, to begin with, I really want to address what life coaching is and in particular, I want to address, I guess, the kind of maybe stigma that life coaching has attached to it or maybe stigma that the words life coaching have attached to it because you know I think when a lot of people hear the words life coaching they automatically think that the life coach is posing as some kind of guru as some kind of know-it-all as some kind of person that knows what's best for everyone um, so maybe yeah maybe life coaching is probably not the best term to go with but that's, hey, look, look, that's the term it's got. Um, 
but it's not about being a guru it's not about being a know-it-all it's not about knowing what's best for other people no it's none of that at all actually so you know i really really wanted to get into that in the beginning um, and really kind of get deep into what life coaching actually is so i think when we're talking about what something is i always like to go the way of first describing what it isn't so you can kind of you know get rid of all of these thoughts that you might have in your mind about what something is by me telling you what it isn't and then we can go into what it is so yeah let's let's just start with that so if you think about it there are loads of therapies and modalities all across the world that people take part in or do you know life coaching isn't a therapy it's not um you know there are loads of different types of therapies life coaching isn't a therapy it's not considered to be a therapy it's not like counseling in any way so just to, you know straight off the bat just to be able to talk about how it's not a therapy i think is super important because there are quite a few people that that actually might have that misconception about life coaching and there are millions of therapies across the world you know there's psychotherapy there's counseling um like i said in my channel trailer that there's stuff like cuddle therapy where you know you can pay people for cuddles and you know if the cuddling works then that's awesome um but yeah this isn't this isn't that this isn't a therapy at all so not therapy not counseling not anything like that it's not about advice giving either so this is another massive misconception that people have you know that oh you're a life coach so you're just going to advise me on what you think is best for my life and you're going to give me advice now there are a couple things wrong with this you know the first thing is that as a life coach who am i to advise you or anyone else on what's best for their lives you know that's just not realistic it's just not how the world works i'm i don't know what's best for you and i don't know what's best for anyone else all i know is what's best for me and how i can possibly be better going forward and and that's all i know it's not about knowing what's best for other people and giving advice to other people you know the second thing that's wrong with you know the belief that life coach life coaching is about advice giving is that then suggests that people have to do what you tell them to do and then people then don't think for themselves and they don't act for themselves they have no responsibility for their own actions and they have no accountability because they're acting on someone else's advice so it's not about advice giving at all because advice giving again just suggests that you are disempowering the person they have no empowerment whatsoever because they're not making their own decisions so yeah it's not about that at all you know also with life coaching we want people to engage with their own minds so if i were to give you advice and that was the whole framework of life coaching where you sit down and i advise you on what to do and you don't question it and you just go and do it then i'm not encouraging you to engage with your own mind i'm not encouraging you to challenge yourself i'm not encouraging you to find answers within yourself or find a side to yourself that you didn't know existed i'm not encouraging you to do any self-reflection or have any self-awareness and you know that again is just completely disempowering you and, and whoever it is that i would be having a kind of 
life coaching session with. So yeah, it's all about empowerment and empowering people. So the other thing that is important to know about life coaching and what it is not, is it's not teaching and it's not lecturing. You know, I think that when you think about teachers and lecturers, there can be this perception that a teacher or a lecturer is like a guru of their field. And again, it's super important for everyone to know that there are no gurus in life. There are no life gurus, that no one is perfect. Okay, and I like to come from the idea that everyone is just trying their best. You know, whether someone is acting in a certain way towards you, or maybe they're just being a bit weird or hostile or coming across in a way that's rubbing you the wrong way, I still come from the framework or the viewpoint rather that people are just trying their best to get through life. I don't think anyone's trying to do anything bad intentionally. So yeah, there's no life gurus, no one is perfect. So having said that, when we now refer it back to, to life coaching, again, there's no one teaching lessons or um, in a way where they believe they are the master of a certain subject, because it's not like that at all. Life coaching is not something that you can really be um, a master of in terms of knowing all the answers. It's, it's not about having answers and knowing answers at all. So I want you all to kind of just dispel that straight away from your minds. If anyone thought that our oh, life coaches know everything, they're kind of life gurus and they have the answers to everything. It's actually not like that at all. And you know what? There are people in the world who really paint themselves out to be like gurus. And you will probably come across these people online, you know, people who are selling stuff that can make your life better. But, you know, in 30 days or, you know, like a quick fix 60 day thing and you'll be on top of the world. Or, you know, there are people who are selling you these answers to, to life and it's just not true. You know, it's just not real. Um, I believe that life coaches can significantly help someone improve the quality of the journey of their life by giving them the right tools and encouraging the person to have accountability and responsibility for themselves. And I believe that it's a process and I believe that it can be a long journey. It's not always a long journey, but, you know, when you see people online and you will see people everywhere, you know, trying to sell you how to become, uh, you know, how to become better or how to how to know everything or just all of these kind of, you know, quick fix schemes where you become some kind of enlightened being or something like that. You know, it's just not true. Um, it's just not realistic. You know, there are no gurus. So, yeah, just forget about that one. No one has the keys to life. No one has all the answers to life. I would suggest that we're all still just working things out. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter whether you're 17, 18, 19 and you're watching this. It doesn't matter whether you're 40, 50, 60, 70 plus and you're watching this video. I think we're all still working things out. Um, and some of us are a bit further down the line than others. But the point is that line, I don't think, I don't think that line ends. I think we're all just 
continuously on a journey, still working things out for ourselves. So life coaching as well is not about being a professional consultant. There's no consulting involved. I mean, when you think about it, like, what does professional even mean? You know, what does consulting even mean in the context of life coaching? You know, life coaching is such an intimate practice and it's such a people's person practice and you're in the business of people. So, you know, there's not really that much room for super professionalism or corporate style professionalism or uh, consulting either. You know, it's nothing to do with professional consulting either. So, yeah, again, if you guys were thinking that, no, it's not that either. So, yeah, um, guys, this is basically what I think life coaching is not and what I believe life coaching is not. But also what I know life coaching is not. Like I said, I've been practicing for a while now, so I know that life coaching is none of these things. Um, Yeah, and again, at the end of the day, whenever I'm, you know, doing some coaching with someone, again, it's important to remember that it's not even about healing, you know. I'm of the belief that people want something more pragmatic, more practical, and I'm also of the belief that people don't need healing because none of us are broken. Okay, and to suggest that you might be broken or to think that other people might be broken is to also suggest and assume that people need fixing and that some people can't be fixed. And that's just completely not true. It's the most disempowering statement you can possibly make. And it just makes everything so much harder for you. I think the reality is we're all just at a different stage of our journeys. Some of us have acquired some tools and we don't know how to use them. Some of us have acquired some life tools and we know how to use them. And that's just the difference. There are others who haven't acquired these tools yet. And so that's all it is, you know, let's let's just equip you with these tools. Okay, so what is coaching? I've said what it isn't, what is it? Now, I believe that life coaching and success coaching, you know, call it what you want, is all about looking at someone and someone's challenges objectively through a fresh pair of eyes, okay, from an outside point of view and asking that person the right questions that they need to be asked in order to be able to challenge themselves, to be able to grow And I also believe it's then equipping them with tools to be able to deal with those challenges that they can then go on and get themselves out of that challenge that they're in and into a new situation that they want to be in. And really, that's what I think life coaching is about. And the reason I do this is because I want to help people reach their goals. And that's what it is. It comes from a deep desire for wanting to help people reach their goals. So life coaching primarily is all about number one, understanding other people's goals. You know, what do they want to do? First of all, life coaching is about understanding someone's reality, what situation they're in, and what situation they want to be in. And after I've understood what people want to be able to do and and where they want to be able to go in life, and what situation they want to be able to transition into, 
that's when I start working with them to start assessing their options on how they are going to get there. Because it's very easy to have an idea of what you want to do or where you want to go, but it's all about strategy. You need to have in place a strategy of how you're going to get from A to B. And I guess after that, it's all about determining action steps for people. So after I've spoken to people and kind of understood where they want to be in life, the second thing we do then is helping to assess how they're going to do it. The third thing we do is actually determining what specific action steps they need to take to get there. So let's put this into some kind of context right now. So, for example, if someone comes to me and let's talk about weight and they say to me, hey, Wasim, look, you know, I'm currently, I don't know, 80 kilos and that's not muscle <laughs> and I want to lose, I want to lose some weight, okay? The first thing is understanding where they are. So we know there are 80 kilos right now and then the next thing is kind of determining, okay, well, you know, determining what they want to do and where they want to be. So what, what do you want to transition into? What is that next stage for you? Okay, well, the next stage is I want to be like 60 kilos at least, you know, like I want to lose 20 kilos or even at least 10 to begin with. So, okay, I've started to gain an understanding of where they are. There are 80 kilos. They want to lose some weight. That's what they want to do. And they want to go down to 70 or they want to go down to 60 kilos. Okay, fine. The next thing now is, um, you know, assessing their options as to how they're going to do that so we need to understand what the strategy is going to be right so at this point it's then assessing all of the options and so the options for for losing that weight can be anything from eating healthily and cutting back on certain foods after we have assessed what it is that they're eating um and also kind of understanding why it is that they have struggled to not lose weight so far because there will be limiting beliefs that will be holding someone back. And it can be anything from, uh, I, feel, I feel nervous going to the gym in front of everyone. I feel nervous working out in front of people. I don't wanna go to the gym anymore because I've done it before and I haven't lost any weight and it hasn't worked. Or I don't wanna go because I just can't stick to it, you know? things like that. Get rid of the limiting beliefs, assess people's options, for example, eating healthier, exercising more, and now the next part is determining someone's action steps. What are you actually going to do? So the action steps will be things like, you know, actually working out, how often you're working out, actually eating healthier, what are you actually eating? You know, these kinds of things. Um, or actually going to research healthier options for yourself so you can do it. It's actually determining what steps they are now going to take in the strategy that we envisioned. So we envisioned a strategy where we get rid of people's limiting beliefs. We envisioned a strategy where people are healthier and they're exercising more. And now the action steps are, when are you going to do it? What are you going to do? How are you going to do it? Okay. And then it's all about holding that person accountable, you know, and just checking in every now and then, making sure they're still doing it. Because at the end of the day, all of the accountability goes to whoever is being life coached. And the last part of life coaching now, in a very short way, is visualizing someone's desired outcome. 
So at the end of all of this, at the end of losing this weight, at the end of having this strategy and getting rid of your limiting beliefs which were previously stopping you, you know, after determining who you are, what values you hold as a person, after actually determining the action steps that you want to take to get your outcome, what does the end goal look like to you? And for someone it might be something like, you know, I want a beach body or I want a six pack. And fair enough, you know, like I'm not saying that you need to have a six pack to be happy, but there are some people who just want a six pack. There are some people who want to have specific types of bodies. And remember, this is just one example, okay? But if that's what the desired outcome is and you're having serious issues getting there, you know, it, it's good to have that visualization in your head and remember why you're doing everything you're doing. Because without that visualization, sometimes it can be very difficult to stick to something and to actually keep on going. And, you know, you can call that visualization anything. You can call it your end goal, your dream, your reason why. But whatever it is, it has to be so emotionally strong that you're actually going to invest yourself and your time to be able to achieve it. So, yeah, guys, that's basically life coaching in a nutshell. Now, it is a lot more complex than that. And there is so much more to it when, you know, you are helping someone get from A to B. But essentially, you know, in a, nuts, in a nutshell, those are the things that go into it. So as you've seen from that kind of brief breakdown that I've given you, it's nothing to do with, you know, counselling or therapy or advice giving. It's nothing to do with being a professional consultant or anything like that at all. You know, and it's nothing to do with fixing people who are broken, you know, because none of that even exists in my mind. It's all about helping someone get from A to B because they're struggling for some reason or another. And the way we do that is take away their internal beliefs as to why they can't do something, give them the internal beliefs that they can and show them how and push that person to achieve what they want to achieve. And that is coaching. Now, I know a lot of people, a lot of you guys have actually been speaking to me over the last couple of months since I started posting stuff on my Facebook and my Instagram about going into coaching. And a lot of you have asked me, you know, what's made you get into coaching? Why did you even get into it? So, yeah, so this is, uh, you know, this is definitely something which is, I guess, is quite close and personal to me. So podcast is about to get pretty personal right now, a little bit deep. <laughs> um, no, but not, hopefully not too deep. So, look, I think the reason why I've transitioned into becoming a life coach is for a couple of reasons. The first reason is, you know, I've always had a passion for people and helping people. And I've had that ever since I started working. You know, I started work when I was like 16 years old. Um, I was working as a, as a part-time magician in one of the biggest toy stores in all of Europe. Um, and that's where I did develop this passion for helping people and working with people and doing things for people. I just, I love the aspect of being able to help someone. And whenever I found the opportunity in my early work life, I, I took it. And that stayed with me for, well, ever since, you know, in all of the other workplaces I've gone to since then and all the other jobs I've done, I've always had a deep passion for helping people and being there for people and supporting people. So that kind of yearning has always been inside me. So the second reason that I got involved in life coaching, you know, so I think that everyone has tough times in their life and everyone has ups and downs and I'm no stranger to that as well. So, you know, I think 
it was a lot of the difficult times in my life that led up to this point. So a few years ago, I'd say it is 2019 now. So um, eight years ago, eight years ago, my dad was extremely ill. Um, he had cancer and it was a really, really tough time for our family. And, you know, my dad was the kind of person who was never ill. He never even caught a cold. He was, yeah. He was always just really healthy and nothing was ever wrong with him. He was always in tip-top condition. So when dad fell ill and my dad got cancer, it was literally out of nowhere. So it was just the biggest shock of our lives as a family. And for me as well, it was, yeah, it was extremely, extremely tough. I mean, my dad for me at the time and, you know, obviously still now, but definitely at the time was everything to me. He was my best friend. I confided in him for absolutely everything. I could talk to my dad about everything and anything. And, you know, we had such a good bond together at that stage of my life that it was extremely difficult when he got cancer and he lived with it for a year. He passed away a year after um, getting cancer. And I think after my dad passed away, that's when life became really, really difficult for me. Um, I know it became difficult for my family as well, for my mom and my sister. Um, but at the moment, you know, I'm just talking about, about me on a personal level and, and how I ended up getting into coaching. So yeah, life was super tough for me. Um, I went through a phase for a few years where I had severe anger issues. And, you know, when I say severe, they were really, really bad, really bad anger issues. I wasn't the person who I am today by any stretch of the imagination. I was always angry. I was never home. Um, you know, I felt like there was like a bitterness and an anger and a, and a depression all mixed into one inside my heart. And yeah, I was off the rails and I was just a completely different person. And I guess losing someone so close to you and not knowing how to deal with it can be, can have that effect on you. And, and it clearly did on me. I guess another factor was, you know, the people around me. I think at that time of my life, I had people around me that were good mates, but I quickly realized that it was all about the good times. I'm not saying they were bad people, but it was about the good times and, you know, we could go out and we would go out for ages and so I could forget. That's why I would go out, just so I could forget. Sometimes I wouldn't come home, sometimes I'd come home super late just so I could forget about everything that was going through my mind. And then it's only when I came home and I was alone for a short period of time that the thoughts would come in and I'd think, there's no, there's no one here. I felt alone and I didn't know how to cope with all of these emotions that I was having, you know. And I had to go through that for a few years, actually, um, before I was actually, I think, super lucky to be able to, a few years down the line, start meeting people and people who are, you know, friends for life now, who actually introduced me to the world of personal development, 
introduced me to the world of self-help, introduced me to the world of leadership. And through these people, directly and indirectly, I started, you know, finding mentors. I started finding friends. I started finding people who were giving me tools to be able to deal with my emotions, to deal with my limiting beliefs and to deal with all of these feelings I had inside me, which I had never known how to deal with and how to cope with. And, you know, because I already had that passion for helping people. And now at this stage of my life, a few years after my dad died, I was now learning about all of these ways to become a better version of myself, to become more personally developed, to become more mature, to become more of a leader. When I started learning these things, it was only a matter of time before I thought, you, you know, till I actually grew past the emotions I was having before, since my dad died. And I got to the stage a couple of years ago where I was like, okay, you know, I will never ever forget my dad, but I am at the stage now where I'm not that angry person anymore. I'm not that depressed person anymore. So, yeah. And so because of that, you know, like I said, I got to the stage where I thought, okay, now I'm not that person anymore. I still have this super passion for helping people, but I've also got all of these tools now that I've picked up along the way. And I realized that why were we not taught these things in school? You know, why were we not taught how to manage our emotions? Why were we not taught the reason why we get lazy and we don't take action? Why were we not taught how to take action? Why were we not taught any of these things in school, how to manage your emotions, how to manage your anxiety, how to manage your fear, how to overcome them? Why were we not taught any of these things growing up? It's ridiculous that we come to the stage in this world where, you know, we have people who are fully grown adults now who have no idea of how to control themselves, who have no idea over emotional maturity, who have no idea how to even conduct themselves properly sometimes because we weren't taught, you know? But it also gets to the stage where it has to be, uh, yeah, the responsibility has to come onto those people where it's not just about, well, I wasn't taught, but you need to go and seek information. You need to go and seek knowledge. You need to go and seek the tools to be able to become that better version of yourself because I'm of the belief that we can't carry on the journey in the same position. The whole point of the journey is that you're moving and that you're constantly trying to get somewhere to your end goal. Um, and so, yeah, you know, coupled with the feeling of wanting to help people and now wanting to be able to distribute these tools to people, as many people in the world as I can, I started looking for how I can do that. How can I get this message out? How can I teach other people what I've learned? How can I give other people these tools? How can I pay it forward to other people the same way that people have paid it forward to me? And so this is where we are today. So really guys, that was the birth of this life coaching business for me. Um, my YouTube channel, my podcast, and the whole point of it, like I said, the journey of our lives, that was the whole point behind the name of the podcast. Because at the end of the day, I think we're still all on that journey and we always will be. So that was like a brief story about myself, about how I got into life coaching and of course what life coaching is. And now you also know what life coaching isn't. So I hope you've learned something here today. I'm super, super excited for the podcasts that are coming up because we're going to be moving on to topics where I'm actually going to be able to start giving you guys so much value and start teaching you about the tools that I've picked up and I've learned. And I really, really want you guys to join me on this journey. 
I want as many people as possible to be able to learn the things that I've learned. And if I can teach at least one person, you know, how to level up or how to come up as a person um, or how to develop some tools that are going to help them in their life, then, you know, I, I've, I've done my job. But my vision is to be able to help as many people in the world as possible before my time here is done. So thank you so much for watching this first video. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening to this on Spotify um, or any other platform, again, thank you so much for tuning in and listening can't wait to see you guys in the rest of my podcast so yeah stay tuned and i'll see you guys very soon thanks for tuning in to the journey of our lives for more success coaching content search wasim chatty on youtube facebook and instagram